Okay. You know what time it is. It's the Buy Back Black Business of the Week. This week, uh, we are highlighting um, creators Matthew and Marnell, a young couple who has three children, uh, for their puzzles um, that represent us as black people. Um, their, their, their company is called Puzzle Huddle. Uh, the young couple believe that all their children should have like products that reflect them and that show their blackness in all different type of varieties. As a result, they decided to they decided to create puzzles that affirm and inspire diverse children. And I'm looking at these little puzzles and they're so cute. I have so many little ones in my life and I'm definitely going to get one. Um they have 15 piece puzzles for ages 2 to 3, 24 piece puzzles um ages 3 to 4, 42 to 50 Four piece puzzles for four to six and over a hundred pieces for kids six and over. Um, they are so many cute. I'm looking at a picture. I mean, I'm looking at a puzzle with a little girl that's a scientist, uh, a little girl um, standing in the front of the classroom with the little puff pups holding up a picture of the White House. Um, these puzzles are so, so, so cute. It's black is black children doing various things with different hairstyles and different occupations. Um, just, it's, it's so beautiful. They also have apparel, um, which the images that are on the puzzles can also be on shirts. Uh, there's a pillow collection. There's a throw bl- blanket collection. Um, this is just simply beautiful. I, I'm just blown away. This is so cute. And it's such a great gift idea for a child, um, to just explore, have fun. It's a way for you to engage with, with the little ones in your life. Um, trying to look at the prices really quick to let you guys know. You can go and find them on puddle, puzzle, I'm sorry, puzzlehuddle.com. Once again, that's puzzlehuddle.com. And I'm looking at these puzzles. I'm looking at puzzles for $11.95, $12.95. Um, they're reasonably priced. Puzzles um, of diversity, so cute. I actually see one that I want to get um, one of the little ones in my life because his birthday is coming up. Uh, yes, like I said, you can find them and purchase them on puzzlehuddle.com. Uh, they're, uh, yeah, that's where you can go. They're also on Instagram at puzzlehuddle.com. It's a, it's a company located out of Washington, D.C. Um, this, is just, this is just everything. This is so beautiful. And um, guys, go support, go support. Uh, so let's get started with the show. I've been talking too long. Where's the show at? <laughs> Where's my intro? <laughs> Hello, hello, my beautiful people. It's Friday. <laughs> and welcome to the Mind Your Business podcast, where your mind should forever be your business. It's your girl, the Damo, coming um, to talk to you on this fine Friday, Friday. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
this will be the last episode of February, um, seeing that March starts next week. Um, and it's going to be our last episode for Black History. So before we get started, I definitely want to highlight, um, remember I've been saying that I wanted to highlight um, staples and pillars in our in our Black um, community that we often don't talk about when it comes to Black History Month because, you know, it, you know, people don't really want to do the research sometimes. But um, I feel as, as, as though that we should know at least some people in our history who um, really made ways and, um, and, and, you know, really contributed a lot to society. I mean, even though we know black culture is a staple of all of everything, um, it's, I feel like it's more that we should celebrate our people. So um, today I wanted to highlight two. And the first person I wanted to highlight um, is something I recently learned, and I know a lot of you probably don't know, uh, is Henrietta Lacks. Um, Henrietta Lacks was diagnosed with cervical cancer at John Hopkins Hospital back in 1951. Um, And they took a sample of her cancer cells without her consent. A researcher took them, right? And she died at 31 that same year, so in 1951. And ever since 1951, they have been studying her cancer cells. um, And they have helped to advance medical research and studying radiation and poisons. Uh, Her cells have also helped to study the human um, gnome, to learn how viruses work and has played a crucial, crucial role in the development of the polio vaccine. So, um, Miss Henrietta Lacks is, I mean, mama was it. Okay. Uh, her unique cells, even though they were taken without her consent and, um, you know, that's not right. She has contributed to advancement in medical research still to this day. So, uh, you know, beautiful. Um, and, you know, just a st- just I don't I get a loss for words. I'm going to definitely watch the movie. Uh, there was a movie that came out in 2017 called The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. And I'm definitely going to watch it. I saw a preview for it and it made me like want to do more research on it. And it was just like, wow, like. The things we just never know in our history, right? So definitely have to give props to her and and her legacy that's still living on and still contributing to medical research today. Um, Just just amazing things. Now, this next guy, I might say his name wrong. Um, His name is Robert Abbott, Abbott, probably, um, probably saying it wrong. Um, so please excuse me, but, um, without Robert, um, we wouldn't have Ebony Essence, Black Enterprise and Upscale. Um, he, it was the creative genius behind all these magazines. Uh, in 1905, he founded the Chicago Defender, uh, which was a weekly newspaper that started out as a four page pamphlet and it became bigger with every edition that it put out. Uh, his newspaper played an uh, integral part in encouraging African Americans to migrate from South 
from the South for the better economic opportunities up North. So definitely he's a key part in our black history. And, um, you know, just want to honor these people that usually do not get talked about or get their credit uh, for contributing to what is our black history. But we, we acknowledge them. And, you know, next year I'm looking to do even more to celebrate our culture during um well, year-round, but definitely during Black History Month, which I consider to be our anniversary of our people. So, anywho, moving on, how have y'all been? How are y'all doing? Uh, it's been, you know, Mercury retro- retrograde is ending. <laughs> so, I know for some people it's been a tough task. It has been a time. Um, I've been, you know, going through it myself and really trying to... uh Finish my class, y'all. I'm close to graduation, and uh, it's getting tough. Naturally, it's getting tough. So I've been having to like really be nice to myself and encourage myself and be kind and and really, um, you know, really buckle down. So I've kind of been under a rock and hidden. You know, I haven't really been socializing. I really haven't been posting either. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. really haven't been working on the website either because um, the class that I'm in right now is pretty um, intense. And I I underestimated it. So now I have to, you know, really get on the ball since I only have two weeks of school left. But nonetheless, I love coming to talk to you guys. That is why there was no episode last week. Um, I apologize for those who are new and don't know how this podcast works. Sometimes, you know, I am a person who has a, a, a mental disability. I mean, not disability. It's not a disability. I do have a mental disorder. Um, and sometimes I... I am not able to fully function. And what I'm learning is that I give you guys so much of me. It's okay if I can't produce one week. It's all right. Um, because nonetheless, you guys know me and I know you, um, at least from the just saying it, <laughs> uh, from the positivity and the comments that you get back to me. And, you know, it's, it's I don't have to be apologizing all the time or beating myself up for being human. So, yeah, didn't have a um did not have a podcast last week, but we have one today. Yay, that's all that matters. And this week uh, I have a couple of guests coming on with me. Some look cool, 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 cool people uh that I definitely am excited about. Um been working really, really hard to get them on the show and uh can I just stop up for a second um I'm very proud of myself I gotta encourage myself real quick I'm very proud of myself and um how I have really networked this 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 season and really have reached out to other people and um have like been able to bring guests on here that are, are like not people just people I know but people I had to like actually build a rapport with um because I really don't like doing that but I stepped out of my comfort zone so that's a quick note for all of you guys uh step out of your comfort zone um sometimes do something that you wouldn't usually do and you'll be happy where you land in the results and it, it's a feeling a great feeling um so with that being said, this episode will be a little different because our conversation went on for so long, which is amazing. Uh, there are some self-care tips that are thrown within the conversation. So I'm going to take that and have that be our self-care tips of the week, really, uh, because why not? Um, so 
nonetheless, uh, yeah, (laughs) let's get this show started. Y'all, can I just say, I'm so sorry that I say um so many times. I, I know it's really not good to do for public speaking. So I'm definitely going to be working on it. Um, <laughs> I just did it. I will be working on it, especially come next season, since we're like slowly approaching the end of our season. Uh, I'm going to look to uh, work on that. I got to talk to somebody about that. Yeah, I know it's a filler. Anyway, let's get to the show. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, and here we go. <laughs> So we are back, my people, you know, um, we have a special guest. We have special guests today. I'm really excited about that. Been trying to hook up with these cool people for a minute. And um, the stars have finally aligned that we can sit down and have a conversation. Um, So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Um, Just, you know, I've been trying to tell you guys, I've been trying to network with a lot of great organizations. Um, especially emphasizing on mental health in, in African American culture and our community, and um, I think uh, I've done a pretty good job connecting. And um, this organization, um, Let's Heal, um, uh, struck me. Um, so got the got the attention. I caught them in my eye, <laughs> and um, they grasped my attention with the the resources they had and the in the programming that they do. And even though they're all the way across on the other coast um, from me, it, it was just like, man, I need to get um, in line with them. This is some young people out here doing some really, really great work, putting out some really, really good content. Um, so I definitely wanted to have them on here and just, you know, have a conversation and, and just get down to some things. So I want to welcome um, Let's Heal to the podcast. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, how you doing? Hi. So I, I want you all to be able to um, just introduce and, and talk about what you guys do, introduce yourselves personally. Um, you know, we family here. So I just want to get to know y'all a little bit more and let the people know y'all too. All right. So I'll go first. Um, Keith Rogers, um, the co-founder of Let's Hill. And I, I mainly focus on the, the mental health workshops, the mental health conversations um the planning and the the agenda approach on like what mental health conversations that we're going to touch on um a part of our nonprofit organization um also professionally um I do currently work as a as a counselor and I'm in grad school to to get the proper certifications um to become a licensed clinical social worker um and graduating this semester so hopefully all goes well hey me too I got you Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, graduating. Yes. Okay, so I'll go next. Hi, my name is Jewel Scott. I am the youth director for Let's Hill. And um, I kind of like help with like everything else, but I'm mainly the youth director. And personally, um, I own a shop called Jahari Shop where I sell like crystals and sage and all that. Okay, okay. I'm going to have to hit you up. Um, so I'm Marissa. I'm the other co-founder of Let's Heal. Um, so I kind of came up with the idea and the concept of, like, getting everyone together. Um, it's actually funny that you said you want to talk about, like, millennials, because, like, that's kind of how the idea first came up. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted it to be, like, adulting workshops. Mm-hmm. But then I realized it was more like a mental health thing. So I um, 
reached out to Keith and then we started Let's Heal and here we are today, a year later. Hey. A year later. Oh, so y'all so y'all new to the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. So and I, I love it because like I I when I talked to you guys a couple of times, I told you I'm just a year and some change in. So it's a lot of learning, a lot of trying to, you know, maneuver through some things, but like I'm glad you mentioned how you guys like came together um, about, you know, having the idea of adulting work classes because, man, adulting, it just seems to be like the most trickery that I've ever been told my whole life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like nobody has like nobody prepared me for this. And I just, you know, sometimes I'm grasping for straws. And um, I, I talked about it like a, probably a week ago. Um, or when this episode comes out, maybe like two weeks ago, um, I had just turned 29 and, uh, it was, it was, it was, a um, it was a, a traumatic experience, like low key. Cause it was like, you know, they say, this is your last hoorah of your youth. And you're like, well, damn, um, <laughs> I don't know. I heard your thirties are lit. That's what I heard. You know, I'm hearing that a lot more and, and I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Where where I kind of was having a fear was the fact that I was wondering, you know, did I, did I, um, you know, live out my youth the way that I wanted to? Did I experience being a young adult for real? Did I really like experience being a child? Like I started thinking, contemplating, and I kind of got the fear of growing up a little bit. Mm. Uh, adulting means I'm just I'm just really 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 out there. Like I just nobody but me type thing. So that kind of scared me a little bit. So like, that's my just whole vision on adulting. But for y'all, like, how has it been like with the whole quote unquote adulting world? You know that that's a really great point. And the first thing that I thought about when when you mentioned that is, um, I feel like specifically in our communities and black communities, we had to start being adults so young. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of feels like you've been an adult longer than you've been been a youth or had got to experience that childhood experience mm-hmm. uh, because like j- just because of certain things that we had to like step to the plate we had to um, help mom and dad we had to mm-hmm. you know you be, be the strong ones in our communities so now now that we're getting older um, you sometimes have like one of those reflective moments like damn I wish I did that as a kid or I, I wish I had opportunity to do that as a kid um, so that that's definitely a great point about like how adulting um, for us specifically feels different because we've been doing it um, longer than, you know, the, the normal, you know, individuals. Yeah, for sure. It, it feels like, you know, this has been a path that a lot of us have been on for some time. And it's just now that we don't have the security, basically, of it. it's like, oh, golly. All right. <laughs> I gotta do it for real, for real. <laughs> How do you ladies like equate to adulting and you know the stage of adulting? Um, I'm in the good part of it right now. I definitely had a rough <laughs> patch when I first got out of like grad school. Um, yeah. So I don't feel, and I, I'm also not, I'm not close to thirty. Like you know, I'm still a little young. I'm, I'm oh, young, you okay. know. <laughs> so okay. I got, I got like you know, a couple years uh, to go. Um, but yeah. I feel like I try to, I definitely agree with all that Keith said. Um, and I definitely feel, I felt that burden at one point. I don't mm-hmm. feel it right now, but it is a real feeling. Um, I think mm-hmm. I really try to tap into my inner child a lot. Um, especially with COVID, um, 
So I really just try to like, like not be an adult whenever I can not be an adult. (laughs) So like I've been off this week and I have not done really much that's about adulting. Like I may have paid a (laughs) bill and that's about it. Like I'm not having like, I don't want to think about none of those big people things right now. Um, So I really Mm -hmm. try to give myself that grace. Um, I feel like it's helped me like um, just giving myself grace and not feeling guilty. I think like one thing that came with becoming an adult is like when you're just not doing anything like like I've had my mom call me sometimes and it's like 11 a.m. And like I still have not showered or brushed my teeth and I'm not ashamed and I'm still in my bed. (laughs) Yeah. And that's my business. And she's like, you just not going to the bed today. And I'm like, no. And I don't feel bad. Like my my, I I pay my rent. My bills are paid. I'm going to sit in this bed. And I'm gonna watch this this Netflix that I pay for. So, like <laughs> that that helps As me. You like I ha- like I said, I have not done nothing this week, and I don't feel not a bit of guilt because guess what? Once I go back to work, it's gonna be nonstop, just moving and going. Right. Um, and I think that's what helps me recharge, and what what helps me feel like, you know, one thing about being an adult is you are a lot more in control than you think. You just have to take that control back, and you have to like sometimes like quiet your anxiety down. Mm-hmm. yes that's a great that's a great point I've, I've been learning that more like you know it's it's so crazy in our culture we're taught that we're, if you're not working you don't get fed or or like mm-hmm. you are you, you aren't being responsible or like you're not contributing and it's it's so bad because we have this conception like I gotta work like I can't miss a day I'm sick no no I can't take that sick day like I have yeah. to continuously work because if I don't work I don't eat Mm -hmm. I don't have a roof over Mm -hmm. my head and I've had to teach myself this year Mm -hmm. uh, well last year really um, that it's okay to take a day Dom you have the time you know what I'm saying that's what you get time on your job for Mm -hmm. okay take a mental vacation and just do nothing like that's all I did on my birthday I took off of work and I said everybody what do you want to do I don't want to do nothing Mm -hmm. I want to lay in my bed (laughs) watch tv and chill and just enjoy myself my dom time like amen dom time and it was amazing but i had to teach myself that that's the sad part it's like we're not we're not taught to show ourselves grace like i know there's been people from like other cultures and stuff like that other counterparts and i'll be like they're like oh yeah i took off work today but like, oh what was something wrong in the family like somebody get hurt like oh no i just felt like and i'd be like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like well I've never seen that <laughs> that's a thing you can do that they don't question you you ain't gotta lie about it they're like no I just I just took off work and they're like oh wow yeah that's another thing too like I don't understand why people ask why I, you took off like that's none of your business like I was off from work for a couple of days and then I came back and they were like you wasn't here I was like yeah I know and they all started <laughs> laughing I'm like which like I don't need to tell you like yeah it's nice if you're cool with your coworkers to tell them but I have no like obligation to tell you like what I'm doing because like we all yeah like the whole topic we grown so grown people don't have to answer yeah. other grown people so it's probably like yeah, the, like the grown. guilt that like some people feel like I I can't like what we were just saying like I can't not take off of work because then it's like it's supposed to be a problem so people feel guilty so they feel obligated to say X Y Z. Yeah, sometimes it, it it's it's funny like that you say that. I, this is a, this is like a whole different type of topic. But I don't like people at my job. <laughs> not like I don't like them. 
I'm gonna be really clear though, because someone listen to this. And... <laughs> I like y'all, the ones that listen to this, but I, I'm not a person who socializes at the job for real. I'm very about like keeping my personal life and work very separate. And especially because now that I work in education, I keep it very cute <laughs> and short. You know what I'm saying? And I've just never been a person when I'm at a job to like, oh, we got office friends. No, no, no. We not. We don't got no office friends. Because I'm here to get a check and I'm here to stay focused. And a lot of it is because I saw other people taking off of work and then people coming up to them asking, being nosy. Well, why you take off? Well, you know, so-and-so had to cover your work and put that guilt on them. And I was just like, nah. Yeah, like it's their fault. I'm not doing it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. now, like even at my job now, like um, when when I was taking off from work and stuff like that, I would have security coming up to me. Well, you know, the kids had to sit in our office because you weren't here all day, and they had to do this. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm I would say I'm sorry, but I don't care. Like, <laughs> no, I don't care. Do your job. Like that's just your job. Like, yeah. Fine. But um. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny that, you know, the concept of being quote-unquote grown, because my mom still swears. She tells me now, you ain't grown. And I'm like, I don't think I ever wanted to be grown. <laughs> um, it looks fun for the, the 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 surface things, but, you know, I don't think I ever wanted to be like, you know what, I want to be grown. Like, no. Like, it didn't look fun. Have y'all ever been like, oh, I can't wait to be grown. I'm going to do this, that, that, this, and all that. Yeah, that yeah. one definitely hit me with a curveball. <laughs> I just wanted to be able to do whatever I wanted, and I wanted to be able to have my own money to buy, like, whatever I wanted. But, like, grown, grown, like, I never really said grown. I just wanted to, like, be more independent. Like, I wanted to yeah. not sit in the house because my mom wanted to sit in the house a day. Like, I wanted, like, no, I want to go out. Like, I wanted that type of grace. But all that other stuff, they can yeah. have it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, I did not. I, I personally, I did not. I, yeah, like I said, I never wanted to be grown. But I did want to do the grown things. Like, I was like, ooh, that glass looks cool. I want something in it. Like, ooh, they smoke. I don't even know what I want to smoke, but I want to try it. Like, you know, like, the stupid things. And then when I finally, like, got the freedom to do it openly, it was just like, I see why they do it. <laughs> Like, I understand why they drink. Yeah, but- I think because what it is is that, like, we just see the glitz and the glamour. We just see adults. When we were younger, we saw adults being able to do whatever they want, thinking they money really grew from trees. Mm-hmm. So then now, like, when we get older, mm-hmm. we now, we, we're starting to understand what all of that entails and, like, how hard you got to work to get that freedom and X, Y, and Z. So, yeah, we only saw the good parts. Mm-hmm. We didn't oh, yeah. see the bad parts. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, I, I definitely because you know, yeah, I feel like I saw the bad parts, and I wanted to be an adult so bad to be able to like do everything I saw that was wrong, like break all those things. Uh, so like you know, I come from like a teen parent, so I was like, I can't wait till I'm grown because I'm not gonna be a teen parent, and like I'm yeah, not gonna fuck. do this thing. Like I wanted to be an adult to like mm-hmm. not do it the way I saw it, but then it's like it's still a lot that yeah. comes with that, and like just because. And this is kind of like what I had to figure out and like what kind of stressed me out in the beginning of like, okay, checking all those boxes doesn't like make happiness as an adult. Like it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. happiness. It doesn't mean like 
that you broke some adulting code like oh yeah you didn't do this you, yeah. you didn't do all those other things that you saw growing up but like you got your own problems and your own things that you you fell mm-hmm. into because there's no perfect way to be an adult yeah that's a beautiful point like that that was really well put so thank you but <laughs> like yeah like um it, it, a lot of times we we look at that at who is raising us or who are the you know guardians in our lives and we we you know we're like oh I ain't gonna do that I'm gonna make sure I don't do that and like stuff like that but we don't even realize that that's only a smidget of what it means to have to be out here on your own and like really doing the damn thing like you know what I'm saying like I thought because both of my parents got divorced well duh they divorced each other <laughs> um so I thought like <laughs> I'm never <laughs> so I told you my brain is a little whoo but um, I saw that. I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to get in debt. Like, oops. <laughs> and then I'm older now. And I'm like, it's so that, easy. You know, like, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get in debt real quick. If you don't even mean to. Like, ooh. Like, What's the like, like, I avoid bills. I'm like, what? I leave them in the mailbox. They'd be like, you're not going to get it? No, no. You know what it is? Yeah. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, we we try so hard to be like, oh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. And it's just like you don't even know the half of it, Shawty. Like <laughs> that you think that's something that's 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 something. Wait till you like you live your life and something happens and you got to do this way. Like mm-hmm. my God, my God. And it yeah, it's sad because I see it a lot. Um, my high schoolers always, oh, Miss D, I'm grown, Coach Damo, I'm grown, <laughs> 16, 17 years old. And I'd be like, mm, well, can you teach me? Because I'm <laughs> older than you and I don't, I don't believe it for myself. So can you teach me how to be grown? And they just think it's grown because they can put some makeup and some lashes on and they out here, you know, having sex and they're out here like flaunting their mama's rent check, you know, on Instagram and stuff like that. Like they think that's grown. And it's, it's sad to see this generation coming up because it's just like, y'all have no idea. Like, you have no idea what you're in for mm-hmm. once you leave the comfort of your of your parents. Like it is one hell of a world. It was one hell of a world for our, you know, our generation. Their generation with the, all the more social media and all stuff like that. It's like, ooh. Yeah. But we all do it. Like in a way, like I have like students who be like, Yeah, I can't wait till I'm grown so I can have my own place and stuff. And it's just like you just gotta let them have it like because no matter how mm-hmm. many times you tell them it's not cool over here they're not gonna believe it until they're on mm-hmm. the other side so it's like all right listen if you want to be grown so be it like can we switch listen I'm glad yeah that. <laughs> yeah you yeah, can have my point I, I, I kind of have like yeah. a question because it's just like do you think that we like I would I'll, I'll keep it in the black community do you think that we're properly prepared to actually be grown absolutely nobody's prepared to be grown yeah (laughs) i do feel like in other communities and other communities though they have some type of preparation as far as when it comes to financial yeah but mentally they not they be just as effed up just as anxious just as depressed i don't think i've never i think culturally like racial i don't i've never seen somebody like now they got this adult thing down because it's like yeah. a, I feel like it's always like I'm balancing the scale. Like I got one thing. Like your single friends want to mm-hmm. be 
taken. Your taken friends want to be single. Your friends with kids want kids. Your friends without kids don't want kids. Like everybody's always just looking at the other side, wondering like, what's it like over there? And I think that it's like nobody knows how to do this thing. I don't. I personally don't feel that way. Like I, I would get advice for someone to see how they coped, but I wouldn't ask them for the blueprint because I personally don't see anyone who I don't even think Beyonce got the blueprint. For adulting because oh no it's like, and Beyonce's pretty confident like you know yeah I love her <laughs> love her life it's like it's but, so yeah, different it's, like it's, who's gonna tell you how to do anything you know no yeah it, it's definitely like looking at that you know um it's like looking in that that glass and you're like you see something on the other side and you're like oh that looks so awesome but it's like you know what like it it it, it doesn't mean it fits you and it doesn't mean that it's the right way you know, like, and, and I try to tell my kids a lot of times, like, you know, I let them talk and I'm like, you know, because you got to learn. I had to learn. But I try to tell them, don't get so caught up in what you see on the Internet and what you see other people doing in life, because that could be them. But it can also be them friend. It can also be like just their destiny. It doesn't mean that that's how life should be. Like, that doesn't mean that's the that's the way all of life. Like, boom, I got to live like. JT and them like no you you don't you don't have to like it's it's about choices um it's all about choices and that's what I'm coming to find out about adulting adulting where there might not be a blueprint and there might not be a guide that's clear and concise there is definitely all about choices every choice you make has a consequence and it can be a good consequence or it can be a bad consequence but it's your choice. It's your free will. Yeah, and um, I would add to that, like, making mistakes, right? Yeah. And and understanding how to learn from the mistakes. Um, A lot of times we make mistakes and we, we're we so focused on, oh, I messed up, or I, or I, or I fucked up, or oh, how can I, you know, figure this out? Like, being more um acceptable to that mistake and learning from it. So, like, if you don't learn from your mistake and you keep going out there making the same damn mistakes, then you know you're ending up in your your situations because you haven't you know took the proper teachable moment. But if right. you take that teachable moment and learn from your mistakes, um, it can make the pathway a little bit easier. But it's still mm-hmm. going to be exactly what you know Marissa just said, which was everyone's always gonna want to know if, like if the grass is always green on the other side. Um, because at the end of the day, we we trying to figure out how to be an adult. We're trying to figure out how to heal from past trauma. We're trying to figure out how to not go through the, you know, the same things that we went through when we when we were growing up. So like, there's a lot of things on the plate, and the plate, there's no room on the plate. Right. So like, it's every, everything is falling off. Like, so like, and we're trying to like put the food back on the plate. Mm-hmm. So like, so like that's 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 everything that's going on with adulting. Um, and then also like being able to like, I guess, have a clear a clear mindset mm-hmm. when those mistakes um do occur mm. that's 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 good i want to stay there a little bit uh, just a little bit longer um because a lot of times we're not we are not learning these lessons from mistakes and you know they say like if you do the same thing over and over again and expect different results that's literally a form of insanity and um it's just it's, it's amazing that how how do we and this is a question posed to everybody how do we actually know if we are taking the lesson from the mistake um and how do we really know that we are uh, pulling out the purpose that was in that situation or you know in that 
process or whatever. Um, can you can you somewhat like um re- I know you just said it like just restate the question. <laughs> no, yeah, I got it because I was like, "Don't what you say." Uh, <laughs> so I got quiet. <laughs> Confused stuff. Um, but, but no like um so like a lot of times like we go through situations and we go through we we make our mistakes and we you know we make poor choices but like he said we keep doing it over and over again because we don't learn the lesson from it i'm saying how do we know that we are actually learning lesson from our mistake mm, that's a good question i think um, um i think when you're present and when you're actually um, like in the now, like right now, I'm reading the book, uh, The Power of Now by, by Eckhart Tolle or something. I think that's how you pronounce his name. And in the book, it tells you mm-hmm. like when you're when you're when you're conscious of the present moment, you're not you're not judging yourself off of past mistakes or you're not thinking about anything that's in the future. You are literally focused on the now. And when you're focused on the now, you are able to feel exactly what it is that you're feeling in that exact moment. So if you know if you're being present in the now, you you're able to know that, okay, I did this before and that didn't get me to where I needed to go. Okay, let me try. You make the conscious effort to try things differently. So I think the answer to your question is really just being present. And not focusing on the past or not focusing on the future, but just being present and being aware of like your thoughts and like your patterns in that moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like yeah. sometimes when I'm present too, I realize like, wow, look how far you mm-hmm. come. Remember when you used to do that dumb thing? And now look yeah. at you. <laughs> you doing another dumb thing, but at least it's a new dumb thing, girl. It's like, right, too. it's a new dumb thing. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Like, remember when you used to be like that, but now you just on this other thing. I do think it comes from being present. Mm-hmm. So this is a this is another question, and you know I like throwing random questions at y'all. Y'all they didn't know about these questions, so it's all right. Um, <laughs> got catch them on the fly. Um, dang it, I think I just lost. No, 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 I got it. Okay, so with that, you said that you you when you're when you're present, you start looking back and saying, "Remember, I used to do this stuff like that." What is it? I guess how's the approach when it's you see somebody else doing the same thing over and over again. And it's something that you used to do. Have you ever been in a place where it's a little bit of judgment towards it? Like sometimes you forget that at one point that was you? Yes, of course. Oh, yeah, 100, 100%. 100%. 100%. How do you have to check yourself? And, and sometimes, sometimes you have to, you know, um, I, I've been using this approach um, that I've learned from school. It's called um, being on the balcony. And sometimes that it means taking a step back mm. and fully observing the situation. Yeah. Um, and then, again, when, when you can start putting things that you, I guess, you learn into concept and you take a step back and look at the full situation with every, not just your lens, mm-hmm. you look at it from that individual lens, look at it from the other person's lens, look at it from different, all sides of the, the spectrum, then you can like that's how you can start checking yourself like oh yeah I used to do that too um they they'll learn from it eventually mm-hmm. or like or maybe they won't and if they don't um uh, you know that's their that's their journey that's their mm-hmm. experience I can't I can't you know I can only be responsible for my journey and my experience um and hopefully like if I if I go to that individual and I tell them like you know go this pathway or this is what you can try this you can check this out it's still up to them to decide if they want to do that and. I can't judge right. them for that, right. you know? That's a that's good. 
I like that. Looking at the balcony and taking stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I forget yeah. that. No, you're good. No, I was just saying, sometimes I forget to step back and look back and be like, Dom, when you were that age, girl, you probably worse. <laughs> yeah, hmm. and something else that Keith said, I like that he said that, you know, it's okay, like, if you want to, like, give advice, but don't it's a, it's a difference when you actually pass judgment because this person didn't, you know, follow your advice. So, you know, offer your advice and if they take it or not, you know, you did what you had to do versus just like, you know, mm-hmm. being someone who's like out for themselves. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. everybody has their own. Yeah. It's everybody's journey. Everybody's journey is different. Right. We we'll look the same. We can ask people for advice. We can try to, you know, model things after certain things at the end of the day it comes down to the -hmm. choice that you make like and it is what it is like you can help as many people as you want but at the end of the day you got to lay down with you so you got to make sure you good you're straight and it used to get me so upset (laughs) when someone came to you for advice (laughs) all right you know someone comes to you with advice like oh my god like you know i want to know and you give them advice and then they go and do the opposite thing you're like why you ask me for for advice anyway and i used to be I used to feel so yeah. attacked, and now I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you know, I gave you the information. And yeah, they wasn't ready yet. Yeah. Eventually, they're good. It's kind of like when yeah. you, we have this conversation all the time. Like, when we were kids, and our parents were telling us that we needed to do this, and we needed to do that, and we wanted to be grown, and we didn't listen. <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. now that we're older, it's like, wow, I should have listened because they were right. So we didn't receive that information until we really needed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sits mm-hmm. with us. It, it definitely will sit with you until it's time. And, you know, you hear, they always say you hear that little voice or you get that little flashback in your head and you're like, oh, man, they was right. Dang. <laughs> All right. Well, I can't tell them that. But that's how my brain works. I can't yeah. tell them that, but I'm going to start doing it. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's, that's, that's good. So I want to kind of segue it back into the original um, convo. That was definitely, that was a great little, you know, side note but um do you think the requirements now i'm not meaning like you know no okay the requirements of being an adult have changed i guess like the responsibilities um compared to like generations before us when you say generations before us do you mean like from your personal family's generation or like overall like as a whole as like a collective from either or just just either or um, I think the requirements are different for, for me. Like, I don't want to, sp- like, I can't really speak for the collective. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm sure it's different because we have mm-hmm. social media and we got all these. First of all, you know, like, a credit score that was only created in the 1980s. So that means yep. people b- born before 1980s didn't even have to worry about a credit score. Like, yep. you know, like, that's so different. Not, But I'm sure they had, like, their own issues, um, especially if they're a person of color. Like, they probably had, like, Jim Crow and all types yeah. of craziness. Yeah. Um, but I think the requirements for me personally are different because I'm requiring a lot more of myself mm. than someone else before me because I want, hopefully, the generation after me to not have to require those same things. Like, you already have this this property you already have this wealth in this area you already have this mental health knowledge like you can require something new of yourself you know like Mm -hmm. I think that there's always going to be new requirements yeah 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I just think with every generation, like, you know, we're constantly evolving. So like once we once we get through this thing, okay, now we have to figure out how we're going to, you know, tackle this. And especially with our generation now, we have the social media. Like granted, like we we, we are we're the lucky kids who like, you know, we were there before social media came about and now we're like living that. And I think these kids who who's coming up, I, I think they're going to have it um, naturally harder and worse than us because they never really got to be in the field. Like they're so busy being on social media and being inside on the games and stuff like that. I don't think that they're going to, to have the ability uh, to experience life the way that we have. Like you said earlier, like mm-hmm. everything like yeah. now is like on social media, like it's like it's this whole image that you're trying to put out into the world. So like they're, they're trying to live up to that image, not really get in the real experience of life. If you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some mm-hmm. sense of entitlement too, which is kind of Ooh. weird. Yeah. <laughs> At least for the, like people of, like I work with students of color specifically and I feel like at my last job and even at this one, like they just feel like entitled, which I guess is good to know your worth or whatever, but Jesus. <laughs> they seem very entitled to things that like, well, then you haven't really like done anything. But maybe you. our parents thought that about yeah, us too. Do. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I you know? yeah. I have a brother that's that's what I said like so like that. I have a brother that's twenty two. I love you. <laughs> I love you, Martin, if you're listening. Um but oh when he was in high school, it was just like he felt like he just arrived and I'm like what <laughs> like you have no concept of hard work like what is wrong with you like do you not know that and I find it more with the kids now they be like oh this is too hard I'm like excuse me like you haven't even tried like how's it hard how do you know if it's hard so that sense of entitlement like yeah it's good to know your worth it's good to know that you're worth something but so did they did they wired a little differently uh. <laughs> yeah. I think also I think also now there's also been there's been shift with requirements when it comes down to um education mm-hmm. or like oh what you want to do after yeah. high school mm-hmm. right um I, I I did a study um a while ago and most people of color parents um millennials they did not go to college right after high school it was all mm-hmm. working now all of all of us millennials we all like went yeah. to college but now the generation coming um after us, they're kind of like, well, I really don't have to go to college. I can open yeah. my own business. Um, I can become an entrepreneur. I can, you know, do this thing. Like, I don't have to, you know, you know, follow, you know, whatever the footsteps that you know, society says like you have to do in order mm-hmm. to be successful. So the the success requirements has completely changed, you know, from our parents to us. To, Even like, the way the you can acquire your wealth, you know, mm-hmm. I see some of these kids, and I'm just like, yeah. You, so you mean to tell me you put two right. videos on YouTube and now you make more <laughs> than me? And, and but I mean I get it. It's a lot. I mean I guess it is a lot of work because you have to edit and you got to do it like that. But you mean to tell me you make two videos and now you sitting up there meeting Beyonce and them and I'm over here mm-hmm. busting butt from seven thirty to four? Like what? This ain't it. This ain't it. <laughs> but I mean. Like like we said, I can look at that and think that's the life, and they can look at me and probably be like, "Oh, I just wish I had it regular." I doubt it, but yeah. you know, they can say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely the way that 
success is and wealth and everything like that nowadays. It just seems like it's changed. I kind of feel I, I, I age myself a lot. And I feel like I'm older than what I am because I'd be like, sometimes I'd be looking, I'd be like, wow, this world is just changing right in front of my eyes. And it's a, it's it's amazing. And at the same time, it's scary sometimes. Like, ooh, this this is the world I'm supposed to bring kids into? Like, whoop, Jesus, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. You're right. Sometimes, sometimes I still pass, like, the easy pass to toll. I'm like, yeah, damn, I'm I got a quarter. I'm like, damn, you know, nobody in the yeah. world. The te- technology. <laughs> Oh my. Um, so before I wow. get to the last question, I wanted to know, have you guys, and it's kind of like on more of like a serious kind of note. Sorry, I have to bring the drama. <laughs> dum, dum, dum. Um, but <laughs> have you guys ever got like really, really like down with this whole trying to be an adult thing? Like to the point that you're just like, yo, I just I I just I I just want to really give this. I don't really you don't even know what you're giving up, but you're like, I want to give mm-hmm. it up. Like, I just don't, I can't like. I just can't do this. Yeah, I've definitely felt like that for like a good three years straight. Like mm, this is yeah. this is not it. Like every time I try, it just felt like every time I was making progress, it yeah. was like another thing. Like they didn't tell you about. Yeah, you're like, damn, like I you all right, I got it, I got it, and then you're like trying to figure out like. For me, it was like, how is everyone else doing it? Like people were traveling, <laughs> having fun, going out, and I'm like. I got like two dollars. What can right. I do with two dollars? Uh, <laughs> like, oh wait, I'm actually at negative two because I I owe that loan because right. you know I went to school or like yeah yeah I definitely felt like that. Like I I didn't sign up for this. Take me back. <laughs> I just want to stay in my bed because I don't like this. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's a sucky feeling. Like that's what I told you. I said I had a bad week this week. It was like anything that could happen did happen. And then some, and then I'm like, I don't want to be responsible for turning in my paper this week. I don't want to go to work. Like I'm done. Like I'm, I just, I don't want to. And it's like, Dominique, you, I mean, you have that choice, but really like to give it all up. I mean, you've come this far. I mean, that's how I tell myself to like encourage myself to get back on track. Like you've come this far. You've been through way worse. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm- I remember this one time in grad school. I tell you no lie, I lost my social security card and my i and my my school ID and my license oh. in one week. And like oh. I literally just sat in my car and I was just like, "Fuck it, my identity <laughs> is gone. I might as well just leave because I just cannot." Like I was just like, you know, fuck it. Like I don't care. Like I'm not. Oh wait, can we curse on here? <laughs> Go ahead. We didn't already did it a couple times. I already <laughs> did it. Sorry, sorry. But yeah, I was just like, I'm like I'm done. Like I just sat in my car like. This is it. This is the end. This is how I'm going out. Because, <laughs> and then I just like gathered my thoughts and I'm like, oh, okay, like it's $10 to get a new social. Oh, I could get a new, like I had to like breathe and like mm-hmm. realize that like it mm-hmm. wasn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it felt like it. And that, that those feelings were true. And I got to sit in those feelings and sit in my car. And I think I probably went and like got like a <laughs> cheeseburger or something to help me get through it. Yeah, reward yourself. <laughs> yeah and then I was just like all right we're gonna take this one day at a time the police are not looking for me right now so I'm right. good I don't need any of these things. <laughs> but yeah. I just kept thinking like man like my mom's gonna be mad I, I actually never oh I never told her but she's not going to this but like I heard her in my head like somebody's gonna find your social and take over your whole life and like I kept thinking like dang someone's gonna find my social and the crazy part is I ended up finding the license later on but I never found that social Mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, I lost it. And I was like, they're not going to give me a, no, a new one because how are they going to know who I am if I don't have a license? So I have to get a license. But how am I going to get a new license if I don't have a social? It was a lot. But I got all those things now. And, like, I'm good, you know? Mm. So. That's and, now, and I think I think I lost like my debit card and my credit card recently on the same day, and I didn't stress at all. I was like, "Girl, you lost your social. Right? You don't need no debit or credit card. <laughs> right. You know they got like yeah, they got phones now. You can just pay off your phone. Right. You so good. like that's a lesson that I learned. I learned not to like get so down because I was like, I've done so, I've been through something like this before, and I got through it, and I didn't mm-hmm. die, and like the world didn't end, and the police wasn't knocking on my door, so I'll be okay right. again. Like. And if something happens, like, I try to remind myself, like, I can get through it. And if I can't, the, if the worst does is. happen, then we just going to have to see how like, how it is when we get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's- you know, when, you, when you're having a bad week, things tend to, like, happen mm-hmm. back to back. Like, you, you know, like, especially as an adult, you like, like, dang, this happened. Not Now this too? <laughs> something else? Like, and it, it just keep, it keep adding up. And then, so that, so it makes me think to like what Marissa just said. Yes. How much do we sometimes do it to ourselves? Because like when when that when that one bad thing happened, it shifted mm-hmm. our mood. Um. So so it, are we bringing on? You know, not not all the time, but are we bringing up all some of the other you know concepts or situations that, that are happening to us because our entire mood has just mm-hmm. shifted? Are we being negative minded to everything? Um. Are we bringing in right. that bad energy? Um, so that, that's just what I heard from like what Mariska was, you know, just no, yeah. like I would have a bad week and I would punish myself. Like, well, if somebody's like, come out, you're like, no, I don't want to go nowhere yeah. or like, you know, and it's just like, you're yeah. just making it like, you're making it worse. So now right. if I have a bad week, you best believe I'm turning up that weekend. I mean, I'm rewarding myself. <laughs> No, seriously, you have to, you, I've, I've learned I have mm-hmm. to be kind to myself. The world mm-hmm. is already so vicious and can mm-hmm. be so brutal towards me because they don't have to worry about me. They don't have to care about me. You know what I'm saying? I'm my biggest cheerleader. I'm, I'm, at the end of the day, I care. I should care more yeah. about me than anybody else. If I'm not kind to myself, I'm inviting anyone else to, to, to just be just as ugly to myself. Why do that? Why I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. And as long as I'm trying my best, that's 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 it. Like it could be a difference if I wasn't trying. But you know, I have to constantly remind myself, Dom, you're trying your best, your absolute best. Like actively trying, not just saying you're right. trying and then you walking mm-hmm. over there doing some other stuff. Like you actively trying your best to do this thing and to be a good person and to be a good adult <laughs> and whatever that means. Just life happens. Life happens. You gotta be okay, girl. You gotta suck it up. I'm talking to myself right now. Too. No, yeah, like like I said, like I'm reading the book The Power of Now, and like one of the things that like um, he constantly says is just like instead of being focused on like what did it be as interested as this person's action and your reaction. So don't be so focused on what that person did. Be more focused on how you respond to that because the way you respond on to that is going to make yes. or break you mm-hmm. like you don't have no mm-hmm. control of what they what they yeah. do but you have all absolute control over yourself so yeah I said that. Mm-hmm. yeah that's that's been the biggest key uh that's been another eye opener like down 
you have to just you you have to change your approach Mm -hmm. all you can do is handle yourself you know what i'm saying you can't be responsible for anybody else but you um how you respond could make them be like oh snap i'm stupid for doing that like i was real extra but at the end of the day that's not my responsibility if they realize that either like i can just control myself and 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 a big part of adulting for a lot of people is learning that you can only control you. However mm-hmm. that means. You can only control what you do. Like, that's it. That's it. Mm. Oh, well, the last question I have for you guys was, um, what do you think, do you think that the whole millennial generation, and I know that's pretty broad, um, the question is pretty broad itself, but do you feel as if the millennial um, generation has had a effect on the awareness and the more like now like talking about mental health in our like in our world in general yes 100 I, I believe so 100 percent um just going back to where i started from and what most of my responses was um circling around um our parents didn't have time like to to you know tackle you know the anxiety tackle their trauma um mm-hmm. it wasn't conversations that was even allowed in the house mm-hmm. for a really long time um and then when i when i mentioned before we 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 took the steps to like to be more educated to go yeah. to college that's where we learned about those those conversations that's where we learned about like that information so of course we we're, we're bringing it to light um th- why why we never learned about this before you know why wasn't mm-hmm. this taught you know to us as a um as like when we was in school, like as teenagers, we could have been more prepared, you know, to deal with, you know, mental health and generational trauma as adults and not deal with it so late. Um, so like, I, I do think we have a, like, we started a big platform on like the conversations around mental health, um, breaking the stigma mm-hmm. on mental health um, and making it sure that it becomes more um, accessible and having more resources mm-hmm. in our communities. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah it seems like a yeah it seems like a lot of the because even when i when i got diagnosed uh, with bipolar disorder i tried to explain to my mom and she what looked at me and was like what like no just pray to jesus and i was like no girl this is this is, this is bigger than just praying like girl come wrong like your girl need help that's right <laughs> We got it. We got to fix it. So, and it was in it. And she said, she attests to it now. She's part of the reason why I even started this podcast. Like her and people, people like her. I, I, she says to me, she's like, oh yeah, my baby. And I know everything about it. And she takes care of her stuff. And it's just like, it's funny to see someone of her generation and my grandmother and stuff like that be like, oh yeah, now we know. Now we're hip. And it's just like, um, and then she was like, well, maybe that explains a lot for me. And I'm just like, it, it, it's good to see that their minds are opening and they're they're they might not quite fully understand, but they're starting to realize that hey, maybe these kids are on to something. Yeah. Like maybe they tapped some type of quote unquote code um that we were just surpassing because we were Yeah, just and I think like another thing is um, is know. that like mm-hmm. social media. We have social media. So like we we are I feel like our generation is more exposed to what really goes on because like all like bringing it to example like police mm-hmm. brutality this is not this, this is not new um our parents then lived through it their parents x y and z it's nothing new but with because of social media mm-hmm. we we're constantly seeing it and like i remember there's this one thing that um mm-hmm. 
Marissa had said, and it says something along the lines of, um, I'm sorry, my headphone fell out. But she said something along the lines of, um, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. Sorry, you can catch it back. I'm sorry, guys. It's okay. Oh, yeah, brain farts are fine. I have them all the time. Like, whoo. Yeah, it's not coming back to me. <laughs> all right, you know, if it hits you later, just randomly say it. All right, we'll know. We'll know what's yeah. that. I think I do think what social media though, like what it does is like it does help with mental health because like you'll see someone like posting for like years straight, like great things. Like, you know, just like little snippets of like them doing great things, whatever great means to you, whether that's going on vacation, looking cute, going out, getting money, getting promotions. And then like, mm-hmm. boom, one year they'll just hit you with a post like, well, while I was going through all those things, I was really down and out. And then people are like, wow, like I can relate to that. Like, you know, like I think that's why the conversations have been a lot easier because it's like, I'm not just seeing you. I think before, you know, without social media, when you would catch up with people, you would just catch up with them at that moment. So if you didn't see them for three or four years, they might not say, well, like five years ago, I was really depressed Mm -hmm. because they're only thinking about the now versus like, I Mm -hmm. think social media makes people be a lot more reflective and open and share a lot more stories. Like, I feel like people share stories all the time about like things you probably wouldn't have gotten from them if you didn't have them on social media because you may sometimes you follow people on social media that you're like cordial with but you're not exactly like their best friend so they may not have opened up to you about something like that but then because of social Mm -hmm. media they did and you're like oh wow like I feel like that person is more real and more authentic and even celebrities are doing now in their music so it's like everyone is Mm -hmm. okay with not being okay like okay I'm not okay and that's fine because now I am and I got through this thing um and I think a lot of people are doing it um, retrospectively, I think is the word. So like, they're not talking about it at that moment. They're saying like, yeah, I was dealing with this thing and now I'm here and now I'm doing X, Y, Z to yeah. cope. Mm. It makes everybody more human. Yeah, it yeah definitely. <laughs> it definitely like a lot. <laughs> no, because I remember oh, like, because oh Marissa had said like one of the reasons why um, she even thought about um, creating Let Tale was the fact that, you know, she was going through it and then, like, she realized, like, I can't be the only person who's experiencing this. And so, like, when you when when we see all this stuff on social media, mm-hmm. like, it's easy for us to, like, converse with one another back and forth. So you kind of get an idea of, like, okay, this person is feeling the same exact thing that I'm feeling. So I know I'm not the only one. Whereas in, like, other generations, they, they just didn't have mm-hmm. it. Like, back then, you just, like, just don't talk about it. And if it didn't happen to you, you're definitely not talking about it. Mm-hmm. And they're definitely not putting it on the news so I think like right. to, to, to your question that you was asking I think yeah with with social media it has made a lot of things come up to the forefront where we can no longer ignore it yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's kind of like you can't even get around it it's like hey it's in your face you yeah, have no it. choice mm-hmm. but to like to address this yeah and I mean I mean, it's a, it's a good thing because I feel like our our world is becoming um, our society is being more open. But you know, when when with stuff like that, also comes you know a little bit of the backlash of 
of people perverting things because you know that just that just happens um when in some cases so i mean i'm just happy that it's getting out there um and that it's starting to become more known about mental health and it's starting to become um more something that that that's freely talked about because you know I, I as a kid i just wish i wish that i could have had somebody to help explain um those emotions and those feelings so i didn't have to feel like okay i'm just losing my my mind when actuality is i was just dealing with something and i did not know how to cope or how to deal with it you know so it's good to see kids now having that outlet or you know adults now even adults now Mm -hmm. going back and dealing with the childhood things because i read something um i was reading an article about adulting a couple of weeks ago um and it was saying like you know a lot of the times a lot of the the trauma and a lot of the hurdles that we deal with as adults is from unresolved Mm -hmm. um trauma when we were children unresolved issues that we had when we were children and it's the fear of well i can never resolve that because i can never Mm -hmm. go back to that age but in actuality you can always deal with that inner you that child inside of you and um and heal them and and it will simultaneously heal the adult that you are now like you guys got to do the work it's it's possible but it's definitely never too late if even if it may feel like that you know because some people are obviously like 80 and still like you know got pent up you know trauma but I don't think it's too late at 80 you could still you know write a letter you know figure it out mm-hmm. cope through it mm-hmm. light a candle yeah like... <laughs> for sure for sure for sure um well I don't want to hold y'all too long I didn't already took up all y'all little afternoon morning you know I don't know what time it is over there <laughs> morning afternoon so (laughs) but um i'm so 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 grateful for you guys um being on here i'm so like you know you guys have just been um you guys have been everything and um i really really am so glad to have this moment with you guys and to get you guys to talk um i'm a fan (laughs) i don't know if i've told you but i'm definitely a fan of you guys work and what you do especially being over there on the east you know that's where I'm from so hey I get excited <laughs> but um, I'm just very uh a, a fan of what you guys do and I, I would say like please keep doing please keep striving please keep um keep it up um it's definitely needed and um you know I, I pray that even this podcast people that are listening that they transfer over there and, and you know uh start you know chiming in more um because you guys have a lot of events that you, you carry and I was like oh I need to attend one of we have, we're having an time. event tomorrow so can, actually you know, um be a part we're, we're, discussing, <laughs> we're discussing yes, um, by the time this oh, yeah they they won't be able to hear it but like so the event is um and you guys can like you know give more details but we're talking about the black identity crisis in America um tomorrow um from mm. 3 to 5 p.m yeah okay i'll make sure i put that but we also have um events all the time so to like really find out about our events or to like partner with us or anything you could just follow us on our instagram it's at it's a let's heal mh on instagram and we also have the link to our website there um yeah we're not gonna stop i mean the goal is to be bigger and better each year um so thank you for being a fan of us. Um, it's cool how you like found my, my, I think my Twitter and then, you know, we connected from there. 
Um, so that's pretty dope, like how things people can connect in so many different ways. Yeah, and like also because like mm-hmm. we can't forget that like when Marissa came to uh, both Keith and I um, discussing you, like she gave us like your 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 podcast, and I swear, and I think we told you this like for the for two days straight. That's all we were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about like how dope the podcast was. Yeah, so, like we're definitely fans of you as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank Definitely. you, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I really do appreciate it. And you know, it's it's all about. I, I tell everybody, working in this community, whether it's formally or informally, um, it's all about really just yes. coming together and bridging the gaps. Like you know, it's never about a. I just want to bite onto them because I want to get ahead or it's never like a, Ooh, mine is better than them. It's like, mm-hmm. we come together because it mm-hmm. has a common purpose and, and it has a common goal. And that supersedes all the other things the, 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 the notoriety is nice. Um, the monetary that sometimes comes is nice. Um, you know, the, the, the quote unquote fame can, is nice, but at the end of the day, um, you want to connect with people who are, who are on the same mission as you and that is getting people to be healed getting people better like Mm -hmm. helping people acknowledge things that are inside of them that can be burdened in their life and they feel like they're stuck and in a rut you know what i'm saying like that is the main purpose of 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 just speaking on mental health and making it more known to our people because we 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 don't have those tools or or equipped with that all the time so it just it just makes me happy to know that there are other individuals out there um because you know like I said I had a horrible week this week and sometimes I get down on myself and I'm thinking like you know maybe I'm wasting my time doing this you know trying to bust out episodes every week I could be using this time for something else like or you know whatever like that and it's when I connect with people like you guys and 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 I hear the stories and I and I have the conversations it's a reassurance that listen it doesn't matter you know, it doesn't matter how often or what you like, what, what's going on. It's a purpose and it's, and it's a divine connection. And yeah. It's and I think like variety is touching somebody. needed. Like you said something along the lines of like, you know, like being like a competition yeah. or something like that. What you do, somebody else can do it the same way, but mm-hmm. they won't have the same sauce. Like everyone has their own sauce. And like the more people who's doing their thing, I feel like it's easier for them to, reach more people because somebody might not like the way you talk but they like what this person is saying and they saying the same exact thing that you're saying they just talk differently so i think variety is definitely needed Mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely and it makes it beautiful when i found out how many mental health (laughs) podcasts were out there i was like well god dang Okay, shouty put you on to add a little different, and then you know, just me being myself and just walking in my truth, saying, "Hey, I'm a person that lives it every day. I can't. I can't. Sometimes you might get an episode. Sometimes you might not. The girls on the ringer, like it's what it is. Okay, but no, but no, I'm here. Okay, I'm giving it to you. And, and you know, when you start looking at that, and it's like, okay, you know what? I, I contribute. I'm a part of the um the 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 structure of of building this yeah. community. There's and, like and it gives you thousands peace, of actresses you know, so. and actors, and we uh-huh. we don't ever blink and think like, wait, why are there so many of them? So why can't there be a bunch of people doing other things too? Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello. So 
Right. Um, like, and hello. You, to your, you having a bad week? <laughs> I hope it gets better. It will get better, actually, because there's balance. There's there's good and bad in everything. It and will. you know, Mercury in retrograde is ending. <laughs> if you believe in that, yeah. so that could have you know that could have been the reason why you had. A yes, I do. <laughs> But now, you know, it's a new day. I don't yes. know. It's, and you don't even got snow on the ground over there, girl. Like, how bad could you? I'm joking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go in the pool. <laughs> you right. You right. Just take a little time to get for yourself. <laughs> See, you Lisa, right. we can't even, we can't even brunch here. Night, so I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm about to go shovel out my car. Again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I do not miss that. <laughs> I do not miss those days at, at all. No, don't miss it. Um, but thank you. Yeah, it's just, you know, adulting. You get into your head and you keep you keep pushing through. But um, I definitely need this conversation with you guys. And, you know, for the listeners, I hope you guys um, take something from it and that, that it touches you. Um, tremendous group of, of individuals right now on this line. And go look at the Instagram, y'all. They, they, they some cute little people, Thank too. you. Thank you. And, you know, like, it's the it's from my mama or whatever. <laughs> Come on, Jean. Come on, Jean. But no, like, uh, definitely a great group of people. I definitely vouching vouching for them might not know them personally but just from everything they put out and this is our second conversation with them so with them um definitely uh people that are on my radar and people that I um I cherish so I thank you guys and I appreciate you for you walking in your callings and what you're destined to do um I wish nothing but good um, goodness and, and, and good energy towards all of you guys, especially you, Keith, since you in grad school like me. Oh, we're gonna get through. Okay. But, um, no, it's been great having you on here. I'm pretty sure it will not be the last. I would love to have you guys on again. Um, most definitely, um, it's been nothing but a pleasure. So, I thank you guys, uh, listeners. We're going to uh, go into the next segment. You know how we do. So uh, we'll be back. Bye. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> Weren't they fun? I told y'all they would be popping. Like, <laughs> they're definitely a good group of people. And my goodness, like, I completely, I love it. I, I love it so much with them. And it was such a great converse, conversation. Please go over to their social media and engage with them, attend their events. Um, Please do. Like, they are some awesome people doing some awesome things. And shoot, they inspire me. So definitely love it. Um, Thank you guys for bearing with me as always. Thank you guys for uh, staying strong with me. I know sometimes it gets a little little tough. Or I know sometimes it, it can be a little shaky. But you guys stick it out with me. And I definitely, definitely appreciate it. And I love you guys, and I love our family that we have built. Um, as always, I want to hear from you guys. I would love to get your guys' input, your opinion. Like, you know, just want to hear some things from you guys. So uh, you can hit us up at Mental Mind Biz. That is Mental Mind Biz at gmail.com. Um, yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah, <laughs> love to hear from you guys with that. And um, 
trying to think what else. Oh, you can hit us up on all social media platforms at underscore mind yo biz. That's underscore mind yo biz. B-I-Z-Z. Uh, that's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have great content for you guys. Uh, so, you know, you can tune in and, you know, say what you got to say, like on it, tell me, subscribe, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm rambling, guys, and I'm just so grateful for all of you guys. So thank you, thankful for all of you guys. Um, I would say keep pressing forward just because the month of February is coming to a close doesn't mean our history is coming to the close. It doesn't mean that we don't deserve to be celebrated um, every day, all day. We are a great people. We are magnificent. We have gone through so much, but we have made strides that that sometimes I can't even understand it. I can't even fathom how strong of a people we are, but we are. So just keep that in mind moving forward. Um, next month is Women's Month, so I will be highlighting that. Yes, because, you know, I am a woman. <laughs> but uh, as always, I, I, I wish nothing but the best for all of you guys. Nothing but peace and love. Protect your magic, guys. Be careful out there. Stay safe. COVID is still a thing. Protect you and your loved ones, okay? Um, just, I love you all, even if I haven't met you, even if I've never had a personal experience with you. I love you so much. And um, you're always in my prayers and in my heart. You guys, be safe and have a great Friday. Bye.